You're listening to Rise to Your Purpose, a personal and spiritual development podcast for female entrepreneurs with a mission. We're your hosts, Brandy and Natalie. Are you being a good steward with the resources, the gifts, the talents that God has given you here on earth? Today we dive into what does stewardship look like in the kingdom and how do we actually be good stewards of what God has given us and what does the Bible say about stewardship? So Natalie Lawson and myself, Brandy Thomas, will dive into this discussion today and we hope you enjoy All right. Hey, Purpose Partners. Welcome back to another episode of Rise to Your Purpose. I am Natalie and I am here with my sister, Brandy. And today we're going to be talking to you about stewardship. And this has been something that we have really been diving into a lot recently. Some of you may have also been on Jim Baker's Wealth with God, a five-day masterclass that we shared with a lot of you. Um, but if you didn't get to see that, we will say it was so many amazing kingdom principles and you can still go and actually even join his group um, where he talks about, you know, creating wealth with God. And what does that really look like in those principles? But there are a few things that God has revealed to us and that we have learned through our different studies of really understanding what does it mean to create wealth? Like is wealth creating wealth good or bad? And um, how do we be the best stewards of our, of our money? And if we are going to be women in business, we really should be profitable women. Mm -hmm. And when we are receiving those profits, then we need to be stewarding that money. And I had personally, especially recently, I just felt like God was really telling me for a long time that I need to get right with my money. Like I would, I, I've never really been much of a budgeter, which I think is what put me in like a lack or scarcity mindset of like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough for this or that, um, or being afraid to spend too much money and So I would go back and forth, um, on just having this like inadequate feelings about money. And so it really takes just like with anything intentional study and asking the Lord and seeking the Lord on it. And then I really felt like, okay, the Lord has this path of like of wealth for me. And I think with just the path that's going on in our careers, I do believe wealth is going to be a part of our lives. And so if I want that to be a part of my life though, I have to be trusted with that. And so it was really helping me to start to understand like how I can best manage my money. And one of the things that Jim Baker said was that we, God is the master, right? He, he is who we are, are, are basically the money managers for. So it is his money. Anything that we have on this earth is a gift from God. It all belongs to him, but he has graciously allowed us to be his managers of it. So our time, our resources, our gifts, and our money, we are the managers of. And so we're going to kind of dive into the parable of the dishonest manager in Luke chapter 16. Um, but I think we're all familiar with the verse that says one who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And one who's dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust you to the true riches, right? And to the kingdom of the, the wealth that we can create within the kingdom here on earth and in heaven. And so really that's something I kind of look forward to is like, I want to know, I want God to know like what he's given me that he entrusts me with that I am faithful with. Think about it with your, if you have a child, 
Uh, you're you're going to let them try something out, see how they do with that. And then maybe you'll give them something bigger to do. Kind of like getting a dog. I feel like, well, if they can take care of their room, then maybe you'll let them have a dog and if they can take care of that. So that is, you know, I think what this kind of stems to is like, God is going to grow our capacity for being able to manage more. And so it's our responsibility to, you know, become equipped and knowledgeable and gain wisdom in that by seeking his truths and biblical principles. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Brian, do you want to kind of summarize or paraphrase the miracle mm-hmm. for us? And then we're going to share with you guys kind of three main principles for stewardship. Right. Yeah. So this is Luke 16, one through 13. If you want to dive into this in your own Bible and highlight and do all the things. Um, but essentially the parable of the shrewd manager, Jesus is telling this parable to his disciples and he's sharing that there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So he calls him and he's like, I, what is this? I hear about you. Why are you mismanaging the authority that I've given you and saying, you cannot be my manager any longer. So the manager trying to basically cover himself, protect himself before he loses his job, he goes to all of the, uh, the debtor, the people who are in debt to his master. And he's like, Hey, tell me what, how much debt do you owe my master? And he's like, half that, you know, he goes to three different people and he's like, okay, you, you owed uh, 900 gallons of oil. Now I'm going to take your bill and make it 400. You owed a thousand bushels of wheat. I'm going to take your bill and make it 800. And he was basically doing this to cover himself, protect himself so that when he did lose his job, these, the people who were in debt to his master would then be in debt to him and they would be able to like protect him or give him shelter or whatever he needed. He could basically use that as leverage. So the master though commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly for the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. So the people who operate in the world are going to be more shrewd with their, who they're dealing with versus people who are trying to operate in the kingdom. We're going to be more act righteously and wisely with our wealth. So the master says, I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourself. So when it is gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. So basically he was trying to protect himself so that then he could have, he could have uh, dwellings outside once his like job was let go. And then it goes on to say, whoever can be trusted with very little can be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will be also dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches, right? So this is God saying, if you, if I can't trust you with just worldly wealth, how can I trust you with my heavenly riches that I have for you, the heavenly abundance that I want to give you? If you're not trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So again, like we are stewards of God's property, of God's resources, of God's gift, of God's money. And we want him to trust us with, you know, the little he gives us so he can trust us with more and give us more property and more riches. So no one can serve two masters, but this is like, this is the key to everything. 
No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So when we're talking about stewardship, when and whether it be your wealth, your talents, your resources, whatever that, whatever responsibility that God has given you to steward, you have to ultimately to be a good steward, to operate in kingdom principles and kingdom mindsets, make God your master. You have to die to your flesh. You have to surrender everything, your income, your family, um, your finances, your, your home, all the things that you think hold value in this life, in this world, you need to surrender them and lay them down at the foot of the cross and say, God, you are my true master. I do not have to ask permission from these things. I want to ask permission from you on how to steward the gifts that you have given me. And then it comes down to stewarding the resources that you've been given wisely and righteously. So thinking of yourself as God's manager, who you've been entrusted with authority to use in God's name, just like that manager, like he was given authority to operate as if he, he was the master because he was trusted and then he lost that trust. Right. So being faithful and little and God will see that and will honor that and will allow you to be faithful and much. So now you want to talk about um, how to properly steward. Yeah. Some, well, I want to say too. So I think this goes like the verse too, when he says, when I tell you make friends for yourselves, um, and he dives in and talks about how the uh, believers, what they should be doing mm -hmm. and be wise about the life to come. So Jesus is encouraging his followers to be generous with their wealth in this life. So that when they, you know, when they're in the kingdom too, it's like, they're being opened up to, Hey, because I trust you with much here. And because you were generous here with what I gave you and not just hoarding it all. And so seeking the Lord too, and all the things that you're doing when you're starting to grow your business, it can be really easy to just want to save all that money or use it for all your own things or for everything that you mm -hmm. need or want. Right. And it can be also really easy to, when you're starting to make the money to want to spend it easily as well. And so we have to, and I, and I love Jim Baker says this, like you want to give, right. And you want to ask the Lord to develop within you a generous heart so that you can be giving. And like, that should be where we are going first is giving first. I used to always like save first. Like I was mm -hmm. like me first, <laughs> you know, and then what I had left, I would give maybe invest. Right. But I love his philosophy on, we actually as stewards of the Lord. And if we're laying everything down and we're trusting that the Lord, we should be giving first investing and then live on the rest or do what you need to with the rest of that. And so when you're building your business, one of the things that we see though, too, is that as women start earning, they either a don't have a really a plan for that money. And so maybe it just sits in your account or maybe it just goes directly into your bank. And then it's just going out to like, you know, the next thing or whatever. Um, the other thing we see is people then turning around and buying more inventory and buying more products. Um, and so if you're not in a company where you can earn free products, right you need to decide like, okay, do I need to be buying like all these products? Do I need to buy every new thing that comes out. Um, if I can be active because I have so many customers, then do I, you know, do I need to be 
spending more every month on myself. So those are things that you're going to have to think about because really we want to be in profit mode, right? And if you're taking what you're making and turning around and spending it again, just on inventory, now we're really not building a business at all. So really when you want to start thinking about how to be wise with that initial investment into your business and where should that money go? And maybe you are in a place where it's like, that's the reason you joined is because you just wanted a discount on the products and your family needs those products. So you need to determine like, okay, and seek the Lord on that again of like, okay, when I, this money's coming, how do I want to manage it? And what's going to help me to be responsible with that so that you're not continuing to just allow yourself to break even or to be in debt. Um, and so, and then even thinking about like, making sure you're even getting with the right people who can help you with taxes. I think there were years where I'm like, well, I just didn't want to like pay anybody, you know? And I thought, well, I could just figure this out. And there's probably a lot of money actually left on the table because I didn't equip myself with the knowledge by, you know, think asking questions or studying myself where I could figure out where do I make those tax, dedu tax deductions? How is it best to actually steward my business? So how can I expect my business to grow if I'm not learning the foundations and the principles for truly building a business? And so you really want to take ownership over that, right? In a way, like I was telling my students in class, like take ownership of your learning. So take ownership of your learning and investing into yourself and investing into what it is that you need to do so that you can, the Lord can continue to work in you and grow that capacity. Because again, you're he's entrusting you he's given you authority to make decisions mm -hmm. and so can he trust you with those decisions and so that would be after you know that you are the money manager and you understand that and then you put that like hat of authority on of like okay I'm going to steward this well then you want to develop that heart of generosity and then start to create and prepare and make ways for yourself to you know steward or use the money wisely. Um, and so that was be things I would really encourage you to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So going back to what Natalie said about give, invest, live on the rest, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Like some, I hear a lot of people say, Oh, I I don't have enough money, so I'm not going to give anything or invest. I'm just going to like put this all back into, well, then God has nothing to work with. There's no seed for him to water right? To, to pour abundance onto you if you're just taking everything and living on it. And so even if you, let's say you make a dollar, right? If you can only give five cents and then invest five cents, whether it's investing into your debt or investing into, um, you know, another like crypto or something that allows you to have a return on your investment. Like it could be a stock market or it could be investing in a startup or investing, whatever God calls you to invest it in, but do something that it's not just, um, and maybe that is putting it in a savings account that actually gets in, uh, interest so that you are, you're investing it into your savings, but you're accruing interest on that. So you're still giving, you're still investing in something, but then you can live on the majority of the rest. That is fine to do, regardless of whether you have a dollar or a thousand dollars. Like the principle of stewardship still needs to be the same, regardless of how much you are earning. And so that's what we're trying to get you guys to understand is God is your master and he is a good master. He's going to reward you and he he's a good father. He's going to take care of you, but you also have to have accountability and responsibility to steward what he has given you. So he can trust, if he can trust you with just that $1 and you're still giving and you're still investing and you're still 
living on the rest, think about how much more he'd be willing to give you because he's like, oh, I could trust her with just $1. Now I can trust her with a billion dollars. And so thinking about that when you're stewarding your resources, stewarding your financial income that comes through your business, are you, where's your heart at? And I've had this conversation with clients before where they're like, should I tie this? I'm like, why wouldn't you tie that? Like it's a gift from God. So you should give back, you should give back to him. And then if he asks you to do something else, right, we should be asking God for permission on how to use the gifts and resources he's given us instead of asking our resources for permission on how to use them. Right. So stop being tied down to the world's definition of success and finances and worth and value and putting value on things that really don't mean anything in the kingdom. It doesn't mean God's going to take them away from you, but it means your heart and your mind is on the one true master God, not on what's in your bank account or how big your house is or what car you're wearing. And I tell you from personal experience that this shift will change everything. And you'll start seeing God's, God's like just abundant rain, water the seeds when you give and you invest and live and live on the rest. Like such a great principle. And um, when we say give, like, yeah, my friend said, we're not saying give it all away. Like you yeah. don't need to be poor or you don't need to be living paycheck to paycheck. And I, and so, but it's about being generous to what the Lord is, is giving you to the benefit of others. And it's all always stems back to what's best for the kingdom of God and where he's calling you to put place that money. And sometimes that is going to be for your family, Mm -hmm. right? So I think just realizing that we are to be generous with our wealth and use it for the benefit of others. And that it says the true riches here is referring to stewardship and responsibility in God's kingdom along with all the accompanying heavenly rewards that we know and are promised to. And so I definitely think the Lord wants us to also enjoy our lives, enjoy our family, enjoy the gifts that he gives us and not be afraid to spend our money on those Mm -hmm. things. Also in the same regards, like if you can spend money right on a vacation, we can also give to help further the kingdom um, and where where that is. So I just want to encourage you because I have like a whole list now of things that the Lord has just put on my heart of where my money will and can go. And it's, it's really exciting. And like Brace, when you start to partner with the Lord, even more in all aspects of your life, of your business, of your finances, of your relationships, you start to see his favor. You start to see um, just his goodness all over Mm -hmm. those things. And you start to, again, like she said, that freedom comes when you're not putting the standard up to worldly expectations or obligations or what other people say is successful, right? You get to see and find your success in God's eyes and where he's placed you in this season and where he's told you to be and what he's told you to do right here and now with what little or as much as you've been given. And then just continue to soak in him so that he can reveal his continued plan for you. Um, and I love it that, that that's what we do here in Rise to Your Purpose and Purpose Partners through Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising is we're really helping you partner with God in your faith and your business so that we, you can uncover his game plan for your life. And we can help equip you with the resources and the tools to do that and to grow as daughters of Christ, to step into your anointing and fuel the passions that he's given you. They're there for a reason. And so it's equipping with the ability to be able to do that. So we hope you gain a lot out of to out of today and just the short message of really diving into stewarding with the Lord.
Rise Your Purpose will be a weekly podcast. Our hope is to inspire and educate you on your entrepreneurial journey to help you fuel your passions, live your purpose, and build a business that works for you. You can subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. We'd love to hear from you. It makes us so happy to see you tuning in to the show. So if you're on Instagram, let us know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you tuned into and tag us at LiveVictorious on your story. Let us know what your favorite quote or takeaway from the episode was so that we can be inspired to keep creating content like this for you. To learn more about us and get involved with our community of mission-driven entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group, Purpose Partners, where we partner together in faith and business. So until next time, build a business that works for you and stay in alignment with your mission.